If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Sonoma County will hold its first monkeypox vaccination clinic today. There will be clinics today and Friday at the Lazy Bear Week event in Guerneville, and Sonoma County is allotting 500 doses of the vaccine to the two clinics. Meanwhile, California is acquiring more monkeypox vaccines. Nearly 786 people in the state have contracted the virus with 11 dating hospital treatments, but no deaths have been recorded. Additional supplies have been ordered for the Bay Area. The date is set. Kenan Thompson will receive his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on August 11th. The ceremony will take place on Hollywood Boulevard, where his star will be next to SNL boss Lorne Michaels. And here is his reaction. Keenan Thompson is the longest-running SNL cast member. He's been there for 19 years. 19 years. And Keenan will be awarded his star in the category of television. So the Country Music Association and ABC announced that Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning will be the host of the 50th annual CMA Awards. Hey, cowboy, keep slinging that rope, eating that dirt. So this will be Luke's second consecutive year hosting the CMAs. Country music's biggest night and the first for NFL legend Manning. So Peyton Manning said in a statement that he's excited to join Brian on stage. He said, I'm such a huge fan of country music. So I have the chance to stand among so many incredibly talented artists. It is an absolute honor. So this year's ceremony is going to take place at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville on November 9th with nominations yet to be announced. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. So what are some things you do or maybe tools you use to hold yourself accountable? I'm asking because my friend sent me something last night that she's calling the accountability calendar. And I think it's a format that she found online, uh, but she shared it with me. So for the entire month of August... We're sharing with each other our health goals, which were things like, you know, get 10,000 steps in a day and stuff like that. So hopefully it will work and help keep each other accountable. That's awesome because sometimes to keep yourself accountable, you got to have someone else there. An accountability buddy. Yeah. Uh, So I feel like we've tried this before. Uh, in different ways and it's never really worked because our schedules are so different. Uh, As you know, Tanner, our schedules are very (laughs) unconventional. Uh, So what are some things you do to hold yourself accountable or tools that you use, Tanner? I mean, it doesn't even have to be for health goals or things you know, you do use to work out with. I started something a little strange and this might be a little too much, but I started writing everything I need to do in my notes app. And then I set alarms to check my notes app throughout the day. So I'll set three alarms to check my to-do list for the day. Oh, and that's worked for me. I've been doing it for about two weeks and I have been knocking out my list nearly every single day. So I got that going for me. Do you have a set time that you have to do something? Like say you want to knock out like, um, some production by like 3 p.m. every day. Yeah. Do you have like a set time you have to complete a task? Yeah, I'll write different tasks. I have it set for 11.30, 2.30, and 5.30. That's when I have my alarms. And I definitely have split it up into different things. And sometimes I push certain things to different times, just depending how my day goes. Okay, and before that, you weren't really holding yourself accountable to <laughs> crossing those things off? <laughs> Not at all. Really? I would write it. 
And I would be like, yeah, I'm going to come back to my to-do list. And I wouldn't look at it again. So this is my way of just managing my life. Interesting. Not for working out. I'm bad at that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did ask on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning, what are some things you do or maybe tools you use to hold yourself accountable? Tina from Sebastopol said, I started journaling. It then kind of happens automatically. I stopped procrastinating. Uh, Jim from Runner Park says, for when I need to do something serious or I have difficult tasks that seem daunting, especially if I'm feeling unmotivated, I have a cheat sheet that I carry with me. I make an easy, doable to-do list that consists of small steps. I make lists with boxes that I can check off. Jasmine from Petaluma said, I follow a YouTuber who, who makes quarterly goals every three months and tries to do at least half of them by the end of those three months. Okay. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Can you guess who is in the Amber and Tanner in the morning dive bar? Sweeping in the deep end of a dive bar. To, to sit there and to be comfortable in the role of um, um, being there with you and certainly Lionel and Katie and um, anything we say can really be an amazingly funny TV moment. All right, who is in the dive bar? Is it A, Jason Aldean? B, Cole Swindell? Or is it C, Luke Bryan? Jeff from Runner Park, what is your guess? Luke Bryan. Jeff, that is correct. Congratulations, you have won tickets to the Bodega Seafood Art and Wine Festival. It's happening at the Watts Ranch on August 27th and 28th. We are so excited for you. Woo! Jeff from Runner Park, you are going thanks to which morning show? Every 10 in the morning, 92.9. I love it! What made your child's first birthday memorable? Or if you're like Amber and I, and you don't have kids, it could be a birthday about someone you know. So this weekend, I'm going back home to Washington State, and and I'm going to be celebrating one of my kids, or one of my friend's kids' first birthday. (laughs) Okay. People in the car are like, wait, Tanner has kids? No, I don't have kids. I just misspoke. That you know about. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But I think the most memorable thing about first birthdays is the kid destroying the cake. Yeah, that's always fun. They're sitting in their high chair, hands in the cake. They're throwing it all around, making a mess. I mean, the only picture I have of my first birthday is me just absolutely obliterating a cake. Yeah, there's one of me on my first birthday. I, like, have a handful of cake, and my eyes are closed, and I'm just, like, very much enjoying the cake. (laughs) Seizing the moment. It's so cute. I was so cute. I don't know what happened. Uh, with with mine, I was not cute at all. I was a weird looking baby. Uh, but I <laughs> literally so had my face down in my high chair, just gnawing off that cake. And <laughs> honestly, I'm almost 26 years old and I'll probably do the same thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I think, you know, most kids don't remember their first birthday. Like when I look back at that picture of me eating cake, I'm like, I don't know, I, don't know, I wasn't there. Uh, so it's it's for the parents to remember the joy of having a kid. Right. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people do themed birthdays that are really cool. Like my friend Christina and Jeremy had like a Hawaiian pineapple type themed birthday for uh, their kid. And it was so cute and so like memorable. There were balloons. It was precious. I'm really excited about this birthday because it's also themed. It's cowboy themed. Oh, yeah. See? You know what? what? I got this mullet going on. 
I got some cowboy get up and I am ready to party at this one year old's birthday party. I don't think your Woody costume counts as cowboy get up. How did you know that's exactly what I was going to do? Amber, that's exactly what was going to happen. Uh, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, we're talking about what made your child's first birthday memorable for you. Uh, Lisa from Motor Park says my mom made my daughter a quilt for her first birthday. She's 29 now and still has it. Oh. Sandra from Cloverdale said the most memorable thing is having the entire family around. I love looking back at old pictures. Uh, Daryl from Occidental said on my kid's first birthday, we put him in a pool for the first time after some crying. He loved it. Uh, the pictures are great. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Got an update on the rekindled Will slash Chris slash Jada saga. You probably thought this controversy died down, but it did not. It has been four months since the infamous slap of the Academy Awards. And now Will Smith is speaking. And on Friday, he actually released an apology video on his YouTube channel. I've reached out to Chris, and the, mes- the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk, and when he is, he will reach out. So I will, I will say to you, um, Chris, I apologize to you. Uh, my behavior was unacceptable, and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. So after this video was posted, the backlash over the Oscar slap seems to have new branches. And, you know, in the apology video, Will said to you, I tried to reach out to Chris. He's not ready to talk. That's okay." And a source tells Entertainment Tonight that Chris is not eager to have any conversations with Will. And the insider also said Chris has no plans at all to reach out to Will. Um, But in other news, there are some reports that Jada Pinkett Smith, Will's wife, urged her husband to record this apology video because it has become this really dark cloud over her Red Table Talk series that's on Facebook. And of course, a lot of folks are saying that Will and Jada are only doing this for their images, that they're not actually sincere with their apologies. But my question is, is there a timeline for an apology? I mean, when is it when is it technically considered a real apology? And not just for your image. Because I feel like we're just asking people to apologize. We're like, you need to apologize. You need to apologize. And then we're not accepting their apology. Like, it's not good enough. It's just really hypocritical to me. And Will said, you know, I'm deeply remorseful. And I'm trying not to, you know, be remorseful without being ashamed of myself. Because people make mistakes and they act out of passion. And I'm not saying what Will Smith did was right. He assaulted the man not only in front of hundreds of people, but in on national TV. Um, But what do you think? Is the apology from Will sincere? Was it the right time to apologize? Is there some sort of timeline that I'm missing? Or do you agree with the critics that say he's just doing it to improve his image? Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing tall before the man. 41% of people believe they are compatible with someone if they both like this. What is it? You like doing it. 
You may do it more on the weekends. And here's your final clue. Some of these are expensive. What is it? Jason from Lake County, what is your guess for today's Mindbender? Same hobby. That That's is correct! <laughs> Congratulations to you, Jason. Hey. All right, so you've got a pair of tickets to the Sonoma County Fair. It's happening August 4th through the 14th. Who are you going to take with you? No, I'm going to take my kids. And you and the kids are going to the Sonoma County Fair, thanks to which morning show? Amber Tanner in the morning, Foggy 92. So do you always express your opinions? I was going over this new survey by Dark Maltesers. Uh, they revealed that 83% of people regularly avoid expressing their opinions because they don't want to offend others. Which, like, okay, I understand. You don't want to offend people, right? Right. But I was just like, everyone's out here just bottling up their feelings? Like, this cannot be healthy. Absolutely not. And I am someone that bites my tongue a lot. It depends who I'm around, though. Like, I feel like I don't have to bite my tongue around you, Amber, that much. But with a lot of people, oh, I'm biting my tongue all the time. I mean, so what are some things you bite your tongue about? Like, you know, is it you want to say something, like, funny and you still bite your tongue? Or is it just like... I have a thought and opinion about this that could change the way we do something, and I just can't say it. A little bit of both. both? Okay. So I have jokes running in my head all the time, <laughs> and honestly, I think it can be a little exhausting for people sometimes, and so I bite my tongue. I'm like, oh, I can make a joke there. I'm not going to. Um, but... Uh, along the same vein what you're talking about earlier yeah i think i could change the course of a conversation but i just don't know the person well enough to do that okay to be like forthright and upfront. yeah i'm a people pleaser man oh gosh <laughs> i i wish i was more of a people pleaser i i try to be and i and i try to be considerate of other people's feelings but sometimes it just comes out of my mouth and I'm like, what did I just do? I respect you for <laughs> it. I wish I could do that more, honestly, because you'll say stuff and, and like work meetings and stuff. And I was like, man, I wish I had the confidence to say that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so so-and-so gets in office, but we don't. And then I go home and I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> See me over here. I'm like, man, she is brave for saying I that. Don't know. It, it's. It's bad to be honest. Sometimes I think we there's a lot of pros and cons. So we did ask on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash froggy929. Are you the type of person that always expresses your opinions? Why or why not? Allie from Healdsburg says, very rarely, but yes. When I do, I try to be accurate and precise when I make claims or assert opinions. Oh, that's smart. Think mm. before you speak, you know. Uh, Tommy from Gardenville says, most of the time, nobody wants your opinion on anything. Uh, the effect <laughs> of that is that many of your opinions are little more than vague senses. Interesting. And Meredith from Katati said, I think people are becoming too opinionated. That being said, I will always express my opinions. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Olivia. Olivia's car is a little bit of a mess, and Barry Martindale's going to try to slap some fines on her. Hello? Hi, is this Olivia? This is she. Who's this? Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. It's an honor to meet you. I'm calling you on behalf of your apartment complex about your vehicle. Okay. The car is it? absolutely disgusting. I mean, I took a look at this car and it is hideous. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. 
what does my car have to do with other residents? They're not sitting in my car. Well, overall, we can see that a giant piece of your wardrobe is in there. And additionally, you have coffee what? mugs in there. Well, I mean, other people have messy vehicles, too. Why are you singling out mine? Because yours is at a new level where it's actually hazardous. What do you mean it's hazardous? Listen, I went inside your vehicle to investigate. You went where? Inside your vehicle to How investigate. How did you get inside my vehicle? Well, that's for me to know and for you to guess. Um, no. You're the lawyer. You know that's illegal. Well, shouldn't leave your spare key in a place we can find it. Excuse me? What do you mean my spare key in a place that you can find it? There's no spare key to a place that you can find it. Oh, well, I actually found it because your apartment complex allowed me inside your unit. Oh, my God. What? No, 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 no. Who did this? That's illegal. You're a lawyer. You know this stuff. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you find that funny. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. When you get pulled over, do you try to make an excuse? What is it? So this guy in New Hampshire got pulled over and arrested for going 161 miles per hour when the speed limit was 70. (laughs) And I thought... I didn't even think cars could go that fast. (laughs) It was a Corvette. Okay, that makes sense. Very fast car. When you're going 161 miles per hour, you can't make an excuse, right? You can't be like, oh, sorry, my speedometer's a little bit off. I mean... I, I would say, like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Would you say, Amber, have you ever been pulled over? Yeah, I have been pulled over. Do you make an excuse when you get pulled over, or do you just accept the consequences? I just cry. <laughs> Does it work? Yeah. But, like, it's not because I'm trying to get out of the ticket. I just feel so ashamed that I got pulled over. Yeah. I'm just like, what did I do? And they're like, your taillight's out. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Have a blessed day. Yeah, thank you for your <laughs> kindness and your service to our community. Yeah, I don't make any excuses when I get pulled over. I got pulled over by Bodega Bay not that long ago. And when I got pulled over, the cop goes, that's a pretty big stop sign you just missed there. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought to myself wasn't that big of a stop sign. Of course, I didn't say it out loud, but I turned back around and looked. It was a giant stop sign. It's pretty big. Huge. It was like four (laughs) times the size of a normal stop sign. I mean, maybe you were looking for a normal stop sign and the big stop sign just kind of blended itself into the... You know, the greenery. I don't know. It's I wonder if, red. I don't if know anyone word. in Bodega Bay has ever used that excuse. Like, no, it was just, it was so big, I couldn't even see it. <laughs> I only stop for regular size stop signs. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Nicole from Runner Park, how do you try to get out tickets? Put on the waterworks and I'm crying and I was like, Boom. this is my first time driving at night. I've never driven the <laughs> night before. Like, I didn't know how to turn my lights on and you, you totally bought the whole thing. Good morning, guys. That memory foam, bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever rejected your kids' requests to buy something for back to school? So August has begun. 
I don't know if you've seen in the stores, Tanner, like Target and Safeway, but all that back to school shopping supplies is already here. Yeah. You go into any store right now. It's like back to school, back to school, back to school. I'm like, <laughs> summer just feels like a guy here. I know. And it's so hot out. Like it was like 81 degrees yesterday. I'm like, chase. <laughs> uh, but it makes me think back to, of course, back to school shopping. And this one time I really wanted a pair of pointy toe stiletto heels in high school. I know, I know. And my mom would not let me get them. And her mother-in-law, my nanny, was there with us. And they were both like, that's not practical. You can't wear those every day to school. And I was like, please, 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 please. Heather has a pair. She wears them. I promise I can walk in them. And they were like, no, we're getting you flats. Yeah. We're not getting you these high heels. I imagine you in gym class with stilettos. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, do sprints. I can't. I got my stilettos on today. So I really try hard and really wanted these stilettos, but it just did not happen. Tanner, did this happen for you between you and your mom? Now, I thought this was extremely practical. However, my mother did not think so. I wanted one of those button-up shirts that was black and had flames on the bottom really bad. Those are cool, like Guy Fieri wears? Exactly. And I probably saw Guy Fieri on TV, and I was like, man, I want that shirt. Right. And Same. I, I was like, Mom, can I please get this? And she was like, my son's not going to wear flames. Well, I have promised you time and time again that I'm going to get you a flame shirt, but I just haven't found the perfect one. Yeah. There, there's not one that screams like Tanner to me yet. Yeah, you got to find one that will <laughs> inspire me to maybe bleach my hair blonde <laughs> and start going to a bunch of restaurants. So I'll get a pair of stiletto heels. You'll get the flame shirt and we'll wear them to work and we'll you know, relive our sad childhood back to school days. I'm looking forward to that. I genuinely <laughs> I, am. I'm kind of with my mom on this, though, because as a 31-year-old woman, I can't walk in high heels. <laughs> yeah, that's so why, right. So what made me think I could wear them at 16? All right, we got Danny from Sebastopol on the phone. So, Danny, you were saying you had to deny your kid's request for something. What happened? Last year, my son was going into second grade. Well, we had went to get some school supplies. And he seen this gaming laptop, and he wanted it for school. This was one of those over $7,000 oh, gaming yeah. laptop. I'm like, why do you think you need that for school? <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, I would have to leave it at home, but for learning games. Oh, You're yeah, in second really grade. <laughs> you don't have anything to do on a computer yet. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Janet from Windsor, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Sure. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Janet, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Janet, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half-a-point bonus? See you later, alligators. <laughs> are you telling me to get out of the studio? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's what, I call, that's what I call my grandson. <laughs> awesome. Amber is out of the studio. Janet, here's question one. Mark Hamill revealed that he used to work at a jack-in-the-box as a teenager, but he was fired. 
What character did Mark Hamill play in Star Wars? I don't know. I just I know who I can picture him, but I don't know. That's okay. Question two. Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning will be co-hosting the CMAs. Can you name one of the two teams that Peyton Manning played for in the NFL? Denver Broncos. Correct. Question three. Elvis Presley's private jet and Harley Davidson are going to be auctioned off on August 27th. What actor played Elvis in the new biopic Elvis? I don't know his name. That's okay. Mm. Question four. Taco Bell has announced that their Mexican pizza will now be a permanent menu item. What breed of dog used to be in Taco Bell commercials? Chihuahua. Correct. Question five. Luke Combs just celebrated his second wedding anniversary. What is his wife's name? Is it A, Brittany, B, Nicole, or C, Valerie? A, That is Brittany. incorrect. Mm. I'm going to bring Amber back in. What? Amber, Janet from Windsor got two and a half out of five today. Uh, oh, no, that means they're tough questions like they were yesterday. Um, I just didn't know them. <laughs> <laughs> that means they're tough. All right, Tanner. Let's yeah, go. true. Question one. Mark Hamill revealed that he used to work at Jack in the Box as a teenager, but he was fired. What character did Mark Hamill play in Star Wars? Uh, he played Luke Skywalker. That is correct. Janet got that incorrect. I really had to think about that. (laughs) Score is one to zero. Amber is up. Question two. Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning will be co-hosting the CMAs. Can you name one of the two teams that Peyton Manning played for in the NFL? I I, I surprisingly know this one uh, because he plays on that team I make fun of all the time, the Colts. That is correct. Right? Yep. Don't I make fun of the Colts? All time. All the time. (laughs) Every day. Every day. Uh, Janet got that correct as well. Amber, you're up two to one. Question three. Elvis Presley's private jet and Harley Davidson are going to be auctioned off on August 27th. What actor played Elvis in the new biopic Elvis? Austin Butler. That is correct. Uh, Janet got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to one. Question four, Taco Bell has announced that their Mexican pizza will now be a permanent menu item. We're all celebrating. What breed of dog used to be in Taco Bell commercials? A chihuahua. That is correct. Janet also got that correct. Four to two is the score. Question five, Luke Combs just celebrated his second wedding anniversary. What is his wife's name? Is it A, Brittany, B, Nicole, or C, Valerie? I believe it's Nicole, so B. That is correct. Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Janet from Windsor's two and a half out of five. Janet, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber at all. Just today and just for the Amber Showdown, but guess what? We're still giving you those tickets to the Shoreline Amphitheater on August 25th to see who, Tanner? Thomas Rhett! <laughs> and Janet from Windsor, you're seeing Thomas Rhett thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning, Froggy 92.9. Is there a sport that you won't allow your kids to play? 50% of parents say that football, tackle football specifically, is not an appropriate sport for kids to play. Interesting. And it's I, not inappropriate or is? Or it's not inappropriate sports to play. Got it. So they don't want their kids playing football. It's it, rough on your body. It really is. And you know what? I think you should be a little bit older to start playing football because I started when I was five years old and my body is beat up from years of wear and tear. Yeah, it's, you know, it's hard not only on kids' bodies, but full-grown men, so I can imagine. I do think football is a good sport for kids to play, just a little bit older than I was. 
to get started. That's my personal beliefs and my opinion. I think it's a great sport, but my parents wouldn't let me play rugby when I was a kid. And rugby is basically football and soccer mixed together. They're like, football's fine, wrestling is fine, rugby, no way, Jose. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. My parents wouldn't let me uh, take karate. Really? I wanted to so bad. I was obsessed. I, I watched so many like Kung Fu movies and Jackie Chan movies and just anything with martial arts in it. I was obsessed and I wanted to take karate, but I remember my grandmother said, no, because you'll get hurt. And if you get hurt, you'll cry. And huh. I want to hear you cry. I don't want to hear you cry. I don't want to deal with you getting hurt. You hit that You hit that piece that's, of wood and you cry. I don't want to deal with that's it. That's Grandma Ann for you. Yeah. She was being real, but I wanted to take karate so bad. Yep. I mean, I, but there isn't anything I'd try to limit my kids to. I'd just be like, okay, well, you're going to have to try it out and you're going to have to fully commit. Yeah. I, I feel like both of our parents probably said that to us at yes. some point in time when we were kids. And that was a very val- valuable life lesson because I never quit a sport growing up and it helped me in adulthood being like nope i'm not gonna give up on this i'm gonna keep going interesting i'm surprised about karate though because a lot of parents want their kids to learn some sort of like self-defense thing i mean that's why my parents wanted me to do wrestling because they didn't want me to get beat up too bad at school yeah. i still did but you know <laughs> I was, but i was already getting picked on so they probably just didn't want me to get picked on even more for being this little redheaded kid to could do karate. I don't yeah. know. Can you imagine? It would have been, been bad. I think it would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have been. On our Instagram, we took a poll. Would you allow your kids to play football? And 75% said yes, believe it or not. Yeah. So okay. now the county loves football. Most most people do. Yeah. Amber and Tanner. When sun comes Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9.